is Barry Allen. I am the fastest man alive. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back finally from a long hiatus for The Flash Season 7, Episode 1. All's well that ends well. It has been quite some time for one of my favorite shows to come back and grace our screens. It was definitely worth the wait. Uh, This episode was written by Sam Charlson and Lauren Serto, directed by Jeff Schatz. Uh, Rating for this episode, I gave it an 8.6 out of 10. I think it was very solid, a very natural continuation from where we left off. We utilized characters that we needed and we didn't have to put in much filler. It was very well paced. There was some comedy in there and we said goodbye to quite a few friends, some more than others in our Wells Council. So I thought it was a very balanced uh, going into what's going to be kind of going on in this season. Now, I know there's going to be some continuation from last season regarding the Mariverse and getting Iris out. I was never even thinking about that even when I started sitting down watching this episode it was more like okay the story begins again not so much as what season we're in because of what happened in the world it's not really a fair way in which to judge a lot of tv shows that got shut down in production so I don't even like to come into any of those particularly the same thing with charmed and think about well what this was cut off and where this was supposed to be no we're picking up where we left off it's a continuation of a great story and then we're going to get more after the continuation of that great story which we would typically wait a gap of a year to get and yet we're getting right away so that's probably going to feel even more naturally organic so i can't wait to see what this season brings We start with Chester at Star Labs reading Mina Dalwin. I did not Google that name, but I intend to. He's also listening to hip hop on the comms, doing his uh, late night duty. It is my aesthetic, I must say. It feels like a welcome home and not some convoluted, stale version of what black people do. Written by a limited experience Caucasian writing staff, Yes, Batwoman, I'm looking at you. (laughs) That's awful. That's awful. But he's talking to himself like, Sis, what if the universe is a cosmic uh, neural network? This is some very deep Flash Comics type of thinking that I am totally here for. And it may be giving us a little bit of a preview of where we can go with our storylines. Weeks have passed, we learn, while Chester is calming himself because an alarm goes off and it is of a fractal energy. So they've been tracking where Eva has been and apparently she has been off the grid for the last two weeks because he wakes Flash 
Barry has put himself in a cryopod in some type of residual uh, stasis to limit his speed force. And that's a pretty smart thing to do. <laughs> Very smart thing to do. Um, he makes his entrance back into our screens with that little curl in his hair looking pretty damn sexy, Grant. I see you. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Sasha, we know, would lick his ball sack, but I have stated very clear, he's not an ugly guy, but he's not, he feels young to me. Every time I look at him, it just doesn't feel the same to think to see the sexy in him he's he's cute but he definitely came out with a little swag probably because he knocked up his wife (laughs) men always feel very um masculine when they're procreating putting their seed up out in the world like yeah my shit gonna live on but i like the sexy glow up whatever caused it And he disregards any disorientation because he wants to know where Eva is. He tells him to contact Joe, have him meet me downtown. Barry also has 1% of his speed left. Oh, shit! The new Speed Force mass thing is just tasty, delicious in all the right ways. And within two minutes, I'm grinning as much as Chester is fangirling. I love the aerial shot of the city with the touch of fog to it, kind of like Gotham. Maybe we're going to touch to the darker side. Another, uh, what do you want to call those things? Damn it, not premonition. (laughs) The word is not coming. It's not. But google the synonym of premonition (laughs) you'll find the word i'm looking for barry chases eva who tells him they're on the same side and he says then give me back my wife then he charges her but her photons move at the sound of light he moves at the speed of sound i don't know and when she just watched him in slow-mo blinking at his ass like I do not know why I chuckled, but I did. Then she blasts him with her sonic wave gun and runs the hell off to a warehouse and tells the goons they have the option of surrendering or dying and they quickly make the right choice. But this warehouse that is part of the Black Hole organization is based to Mirror Master and Top which Barry learns when Chester has to wake him up from the coma he was temporarily knocked into. And quickly, Eva kills Sam Scudder, whom she created as her first, leaving a devastated top who never was my fave. Chester asks if Barry stopped Eva. Bruh. Iris is enjoying a date with Barry looking at her with hard eyes even in the mirror universe and they have had food from around the world but she says she has to go back to work 
she starts calling off some names but then realizes that camilla is missing and she realizes that this is wrong as barry says he misses her so much maybe that's her missing barry so much but she regains her sense of presence and realizes that she is still in the mirrorverse i like the refraction and the lens when they're moving to the mirrorverse all you need is a touch and they use it very well barry meets with cecile and joe at ccpd and reveals that eva hit nine spots last night and he did not catch her once not at all and his speed is running on fumes and he has from hours to days before his speed is completely gone scudder and dylan turns out have been partners or at least on carver's payroll since they escaped from iron heights caitlin and cisco are still away and ralph and sue are off the grid due to the manhunt for sue and the fact that neither character are coming back iris missing weighs on both men joe and barry and barry says he's gonna go back to the lab to work on the artificial speed force while captain west will talk to dylan about where the tech is being headed but cecile proposes that she do so since she is now her defense attorney if that ain't a conflict of interest i don't know what is but iris is still missing so okay let's get it at uh, star labs nash still looks hella dirty and i've convinced myself that he sleeps in sewage and i stick to that even knowing the end <laughs> events of this episode i know he has like cave ptsd and that's why he sleeps there chester and he have finished building the artificial speed force and all they need is a fuel source chester goes to fix one of the magnetic spear plates and is saved by barry just in time because if you touch the fusion spear while it's activated the fusion spear will think you're the fuel source and fuse their atoms which would lead to complete molecular degeneration and i was looking at barry in this moment thinking you've been struck by lightning twice you can handle this but i wasn't understanding where they were gonna go barry takes chester to go get coffee because he cannot stop yawning a few council of wells members including a new orson harrison wells that we just did not need for <laughs> like what was your what was what did you provide to the conversation and this explains also how he helped build shit because last time i checked he was indiana jones not a damn scientist like harry you know harry put in most of this work right everyone else was moral support harry explains after the universe was put back together all of the council harry particles naturally gravitated to the last uh rick left i mean wells (laughs) and now they're all in his psyche they want him to use those particles to power the artificial speed force but then all of the wells will die including him that always kind of happens anyway and technically they all are already dead and nash serves no purpose to anything except that you know he calls it all only seems fair but he does not feel the same way as i do 
as he says look i finally got people i like and i like it here and i like breathing and harry tells him it's the only way to help alan he wants to find another way that doesn't include his suicide and i did laugh out loud when sherlock was like where you going (laughs) hr really drew all that shit too he had me dying in this episode it was nice to see hr and sherlock i didn't hate all of them they were just overplayed the whole gimmick was two sherlock's too many (laughs) unfortunately no matter how lovable that tom cavanaugh really is and that's what sells it is the my love and adoration and sexual attraction to one tom cavanaugh whose blue eyes were shining like a diamond i'm starting to realize i have a thing for wanting to shag older men and i think it really does boil down to george clooney being my first i gotta get me that i gotta tap that ass iris is now back in a different setting and seeing her laptops thinks that she laptops seeing her laptop thinks that she can message camille when another version of her in her season one waitress outfit shows up at mccullough industries eva looks at joseph's hard drive and finds a file addressed to her with a video that she does not intend to play we then have a flashback of carver's last words saying that his wife died and that she is not even human and she says you don't control me anymore but there has been a seed of doubt planted now there was definitely credence to say that maybe joseph is playing one last little game on her from the grave but also i thought even at that moment that there may be something to that cecile tells top that she needs to know where they are moving the tech to cut a deal and get justice for her boyfriend scudder dying right in front of her but cecile susses out very quickly that she knew that she was an empath which means that she can do much more with her powers than making people extremely dizzy i'm glad they gave top an upgrade because she was a badass in the comic and they should not have downgraded her so giving her a actual demonstration top does to cecile she's takes a a kernel of doubt spins it like a top until she feels desolate and then when she did that snap and snapped her out of it i was like okay i'm intrigued more intrigued than i've ever been with your character since you've been introduced and then she admits that she was the brains behind the operation that she sold out her lover because he didn't appreciate her and has decided to join teams with eva because it's a girls club only and she has been given a mission that will cause many people to be blown away literally she also knows that the flash is her stepson and useless he can barely run now cecile's storyline the turn to her arc definitely subtracted points from this episode 
and we'll talk about it more later but top says oh i used to be an empath and then i grew into my skills you know but you are too afraid to use your powers and that's too bad because you could have done more so it's setting up for hey maybe cecile will be able to learn certain other things with her powers that is more intriguing than what we ever get with her powers and since they're forcing us to have her continue have powers instead of them bitches just go away they're at least trying to spice it up which is a good idea however i think you were taking a giant leap when you should have took a baby step and we'll get there allegra gives nash coffee and she's happy that he's no longer obsessed with just stalking her around and seems to actually care about barry and realizes he can use or he realizes he can use allegra to contain the particles and transfer the particles from him into the fusion drive but chester is concerned when nash tells everyone this plan at star labs barry overrules because he trusts nash you're fucking a white male you're a white man but to be fair he has known the wells much longer than he has known one chester p runk however bro harry did tell you to blow up the speed force once and he was only kind of sure about it and he passed that shit on like it was actual facts just saying it looks to be working as the particles are taken from nash and transferred over to the power fuel whatever that is but then the power starts to drop and allegra can't contain it any longer so barry takes the l for her because he has the the we call it the the speed healing but when he wakes he is no longer barry but sherlock wells because he is now hosting all of them in his brain so you know it could be worse because we get to see grant gustin play the many different versions of harrison wells then he hilariously is trying to get everyone to say his name and he says good good not great after taking on many well personas nash wants allegra to put the particles back into himself but she is still feeling bad insecure because she thinks that she screwed it up versus nash who doesn't immediately take the blame while chester is beyond delighted to have himself an actual wizard to play with until barry starts seizing back in the mirrorverse another point or a few points that were deducted from this episode was the flashbacks i mean i understand that they're probably young children watching this show and may need some context clues but this is 2021 tiktok is out there kids nowadays are smart as shit we do not need to hold their hand for them to comprehend that these outfits are ones that she wore prior seasons it was so unnecessary every time i cringed thoroughly because it it (laughs) i knew that was season one outfit i knew definitely and i was so already tired of seeing iris being stabbed by savitar that y'all actually found a way to bring that shit back and give us ptsd and we already had ptsd because we saw it about 40 times that season so for y'all to just reuse that footage again shame on you 
shame on you i say it because i love you if i don't tell you then the world out there will be much more cruel (laughs) that's what you say to your children all the time you need to get in the shower because you stink that's mean well better i tell you than you not have any friends and you get talked about but we have season one version of iris telling her that she is not a copy of her but a product of her broken mind when she pushed herself to find seeing her mind snapped and now it'll be forever fractured she continued to roast her as an insignificant weak speck always playing the victim and i'm like oh that's so far from our iris west allen you clearly can't be a fragment of her mind chester uses portable gideon glad that we still have portable gideon to diagnose barry and it turns out that his brain waves are now overloaded with the brain waves of all of the wells and it is causing his cerebral cortex to fritz out and when he loses his speed it will kill him instantly i will say that this episode did a really good job of showcasing that chester and allegra can help barry even when he's helpless the way in which cisco and caitlin would do and i'm glad that they allowed these two characters to morph into that role so that when they're interchanged out it's not so oh my god the newbies are here they're just gonna fuck this up no they're just as capable and when it was time for them to step up they did and they proved themselves and thus we know going forward we can trust that they'll figure shit out or be as capable of as the two what do you want to call those uh when you've been seniority members once again allegra thinks her powers are stupid and to blame while nash stays silent because you are a bitch chester too is going down the pity party road saying he should have trusted his gut that something else was needed and he thinks it's an organic receptor and allegra puts two and two together since that just happened to be the material that nash was reading and realizes that he made her think that her taking the powers out of him and putting it into the fuel reactor was the only way to save barry he said he lied because he was scared and didn't want to die and that's fair but you're part of a superhero team that put themselves and their lives on the line every day but more importantly chester says barry would not want you to die or would not let you die for him and allegra tells him i get it you haven't changed at all and then she and chester go to build a particle magnet that can contain the actual uh particles that are in barry and that's where they're looking at him like you could have used or asked for help you still try to figure this shit out on your own you still try to do it in a deceptive manner why don't you just ask for help we could have figured something else out together instead of you trying to use us to avoid or circumvent your own fear harry manifests next in barry allen i love when he woke he's like looking for his glasses <laughs> and then he's looking at the screens like oh my gosh why is his blood pressure so high 
and then the two talk about the fact that they all were flawed wells but the team flash and barry made them better and he can still redeem himself instead of moping around useless though i'm with cisco you know you kind of have all the wells in the world and we get stuck with this one (laughs) i want harry back and that's not gonna happen so that's what made the end of this episode really really sad for me (laughs) iris is running away from herself and when she finally has a conversation where she tells her you're losing your mind she's like no 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 no, sis i went to college this is not neurodissonance this feels like something else and then she realizes it's eva's ass fucking with her trying to make her lose her mind and she tells her look i'm a woke proud black queen nice try heffa and i'm close to getting out of here and that must be making you desperate but eva says if she doesn't accept her conditions she's never gonna see her husband again what conditions presented with a contract with terms and conditions i don't recall that whatsoever if you do please let me know or is this something that happened off screen and we're supposed to go what conditions (laughs) because i have no idea what she's talking about cecile flips the script on top and it's minus any pep talk or even a scene in which she thought about it and she comes in saying I got skills I'm gonna show you what those skills are and it wasn't that I didn't have them I was just scared that I would turn into a villain and this is some dumbass Cisco Ramon season two type stuff that I did not need did not at all want need the fact that it was uh top's exact powers too with the green eyes that it didn't feel as if it was authentic whatsoever it was a huge leap in logic and skill set and i just it didn't work for me i just wanted something to happen where her powers go away i like cecile a lot i love her character i just don't know why she needs to have powers back at star labs harry is giving kudos to chester for the device that he built while nash promises to make it up to allegra though she says doing what you're doing is a good start the particles are put back into the right person via the magnet and barry is back to being himself but there is a plane that is three minutes out over the city with a bomb on it with a whole bunch of black hole tech and he still can't stop it and ask the team to come up with a plan nash is like i have known the plan the entire time and it's time for me to man up and do it and he decides to sacrifice himself once again this was all about harry (laughs) it was about harry it was about hr it was about uh even sherlock a little bit he's third on the list but he's up there a little bit and i really was emotional when they all came and said at first when he was talking to allegra and a barry nash was i was like okay 
this is appropriate i'm fine with this and then they had to bust out each one saying goodbye to barry and that's when the emotions started leaking into my eyeballs and i was like god damn it especially harry he's like when i came your stupid earth i was like no not harry i can handle the rest not harry it's my baby god damn it but it was necessary and they all needed to do it and i love the fact that we also just like chester said barry doesn't want him to do it he's like we'll find another way there's a there's a bomb on the way (laughs) there's not a lot of time to find another way however he says i'm tired of people dying for me and i said this better not be the end of tom cavanaugh and you knew i googled that shit right then in the episode i paused and i said googlegood.com is tom cavanaugh leaving the flash he is not so they didn't give me anything else other than that and that's all i needed quite frankly so my guess is he's probably gonna play eobard thawne that makes the most sense or we can get a new version i'm fine cleaning off the slate and then making a new harry (laughs) he doesn't have to be harry but he's basically harry you know what i mean harry barry i just realized their names rhymed so while he disintegrates in front of him and i know barry's like for fuck's sake can people stop disintegrating if i just lost my daughter this way the trauma to my soul he uh he starts running around the speed lab and then he gets struck with the artificial speed force lightning and then he runs out and he saves the plane and i'm glad that it's rather mundane you know he just needed to get the bomb off the plane and that's exactly what happened but it's a somber moment because he gives the, the big action scene but it also plays to the fact that a character that was very beloved a lot of characters that were beloved are now finally dead and will not be making another appearance ever again i also like that this loss happens with this group of people even two of the newer people that haven't been through all of the trauma and this is not just another even though it is for barry it's not another one for cisco or caitlin it doesn't need to have a whole bunch of people around to witness it it was just two people and there's something to be said about that especially when barry says i have to contact caitlin and you know cisco's gonna want to know harry was like a father to him these are very poignant things and kind of real life you know you're not always there when someone passes away then you have allegra who points out that she didn't know nash very well chester tells her you heard the man he was happy to have you in his life barry also says when all of the wells were in his mind he could sense their spirits and how much they all loved him so they wanted to do this for him and he wonders though how he will live with the fact that they died for him and i like once again that the newer characters are given and shown their agency what they do bring to the team and not only to the team to barry allen with chester saying that's the point so you could live and thrive and allegra following it up with and now when you run it'll kind of be like they're running with you 
when Barry tells them that Nash isn't the only one that stepped up today and he thanks them both for saving his life it made it feel like a family and I really like those warm fuzzy moments of family and they say what's next we get Iris and our friends back in the mirror universe iris is in her office and she types on her computer i had to pause and read this shit backwards so you're welcome camilla and david it's iris eva is watching us be careful meet at the speed lab and i think she put 1600 hours she's sending this to the star labs computer but then the message disappears my guess is eva is sabotaging her making sure she doesn't reach the other two because she is indeed close to getting herself out we then end the episode on eva herself finally following up on her curiosity of what's on that hard drive and watches the video of the night of the particle accelerator where we see that carver was not lying he was definitely not the greatest person in the world but he was not lying about losing his wife that night she died a copy of herself or her mirror reflection when she hit the actual mirror that went into the mirror universe or is the mirror universe something itself i'm not sure but what does this mean it definitely puts a damper in her plans of oh i want to take down carver and black hole i mean man she's already done enough to take down that organization or at least uh, dent it quite a bit but now all of that seems rather moot in the face of the fact that her objective should not have been what it was and what is she what does she want how much agency does she have and where are we gonna go from here i do not know but i am very very curious to find out and that will conclude our uh, recap so i think that's a good uh segue over to the feedback What up, Christina? It's Mimi, finally sending in feedback for The Flash, Season 7, Episode 1. I am so happy that this show is back. I can't even tell you how salty I was. Like, So, I had pre-planned this call-off. I was going to call off Tuesday so I could watch The Flash live. But Sunday, I just mentally could not fathom going to work. And I was like, you know what? let me just call off monday i'll watch the flash um like i normally do wednesday afternoon evening whatever and then send in uh, feedback after i watch it um 
so I'm kind of salty I didn't get to see it live but when I got off work this morning I was looking through Twitter and people were like talking about the flash like I heard like someone say someone literally said it was a clusterfuck someone said oh there was a lot of commercials I always DVR it so I fast forward through commercials so I don't know what that feels like to watch <laughs> live anymore even when I watch technically live I have the show on so that they get credit but I wait and watch it till it's like 15 20 minutes in so that I can fast forward through the commercials <laughs> I don't like commercials and I don't like when I'm watching something and seeing commercials that I can't follow like fast forward through I got so sick of commercials that I even paid double monthly for Hulu ad free now I know people were like is it really worth it no it is because Hulu commercials are consistently and constantly the same one all of the time you can't fast forward through it and then there's like 17 of them in 30 minutes so granted I'm paying double but it's worth it so if I could do that with live television I probably would do that too my cable bill's already super high but anyway I have to say that I really enjoyed this episode this season opener um I I can't like it, ha it wasn't jam-packed with you know a bunch of action like generally they are but I'm trying to watch this show and remember that you know last year everything just halted like so the season didn't even end the way it was supposed to and I feel like at this point it might not even be worth it to even continue on with what they were planning on doing especially with um Ralph's character not being on the show and it doesn't seem like they're gonna replace him like we know um whatever the hell Ralph's Dibney's the actor's name is I don't care I don't remember whatever um we know he's not coming back because he got canned got fired for real super hard and they're not gonna replace him is what it looks like they're just gonna say he's off the grid and maybe kill him i am not sure at this point i don't care i don't think he was necessary anyway because whenever he was like off the grid or whatever the excuse they used it wasn't even noticeable that he wasn't there like his power could be useful but he never uses it for anything usually he's just a detective and we have iris who's an investigative reporter so do we really need him no um so i am okay with the way that it went i will say this though i know that i call him dexter but for the rec record christina i knew that wasn't his name but i couldn't remember what it was and i didn't care enough to like pause it and go look it up but chester i am here for like i remember when he was in the season opener i want to say it was five he was the season opener of when you know when they <laughs> showed him being the black hole no it was last season what season is this we're in seven so it was six and you know we got to see introduce be introduced to his character i really liked him like immediately and then when i found out he was gonna be like a regular on the show i was like oh snap we got some some smart colored folks up in there we got allegra who's a latina and then we got dexter a black man like i am loving all this color that we're seeing in the flash now i'm not saying that i hated it that there was 
you know, white people. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I love that they're allowing different people of different races. And like, we had uh, blood work who was, I don't know what his nationality is. I don't think he's Indian. I don't remember what he is, but we had that actor. And then we have Camilla, who's Asian. I think she is. Oh, I don't want to say Chinese and be wrong, but I think that is what the actress is. But anyway, I feel like I like the way that they're, you know, allowing people of color to be on a show. And then a show that's very popular as well. So I'm here for it. Um, I, I didn't like, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I know you like, um... What is her name? The the mirror lady. Yo, I'm really salty about how long I had to think about that. Like, I literally, it just, like, fell out of my mind. Ava. Eva. I had it and it's gone. Whatever. I don't know. It's something, I don't know, it's something, she looks off. Like, I don't know, like, not the, like, the character in the show, but, like, the actress. I don't know. I have no idea, but she looks peculiar and like not trying to sound mean or anything like that. But it was like when she was on screen, I think she just looked very thin. I don't know if she maybe she's always been that thin. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, but anyway, now since I've rambled on about absolutely nothing, I guess I can talk about the things that I like. I wrote very few notes because I was just trying to get through this this show um I slept longer than I wanted and I um had a bunch of stuff to do when I woke up I had to feed my child and all that stuff so it was kind of a rush watch um only meaning that usually I try and watch a show especially a show I've been waiting for like very slowly write notes as soon as something funny happens or something that I'm curious about like questions but I, I knew that if I waited too long, um, I would miss out. And I wanted to be a part of this because I've been waiting for this show for over a year. And it sucks because we were supposed to get it. I'm pretty sure like it was January and then they pushed it back to February. And then they had the audacity to postpone The Flash, which is in their seventh season, ma'am, sir, for Superman and Lois. And first of all, who asked for that show? Nobody. And second of all, who says that it was acceptable for them to push the flashback so that that show can air? You're not going to get the same fans because it's a different type of show. It's not like you had the flash in that season um, opener or series opener. Like, So why would you think that we would want to see that over the flash? Like... Sometimes the CW really get on my nerve. Like you could tell the shows that they be wanting to push and like the Texas Walker Ranger or whatever cuz cuz it's uh Jared Padalecki's show. Didn't did nobody ask for that. And y'all know y'all only gave that man that show and renewed it for a season 2 even though nobody watched the first season because of Jared y'all losing money i would love to hear the ratings for that show because i i don't i can't think of not one person that was talking about this show being um coming out except jared padalecki and i think maybe jensen eccles because you know they besties but seriously who asked for it 
nobody so how dare you take away from a show that literally is the only reason people know who you are that's on their seventh season for these shows that don't nobody care about that nobody asked for and don't nobody want to watch Ugh, sometimes the CW really, really get on my nerve. Like, I feel like they be trying to play us Flash fans to the left because they know we going to watch the show because we like it. So they be trying to, to drag us into to commitments for other crap that we didn't ask for. And I'm sick of it. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so let me get to my notes. First, I want to say that Grant's acting was so good in this. He had me dying when he was the Wells's. Like, I don't know what I expect to happen when he got hit with that, like, bolt of energy. Um, I guess, what do they call it? Dimensional, transdimensional, transdimensional energy, whatever. You know, science, science, science. But when he <laughs> started being Sherlock, <laughs> I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. Like, <laughs> Sherlock. He's like, yes, Sherlock. Like, I was like, he used to get on my nerve when he would do that. Like, <laughs> that was one of the reasons that character got on my nerve. And I swear, it was like, no matter how, how Iris said it, it was right. Even though she didn't say it right either. But whenever Barry said it, it was wrong. Even though it sounded more like what he said. It's like, <laughs> I think they were playing on that because... <laughs> <laughs> it used to crack me up i'm like iris didn't say it right but she's like perfect like no she didn't say it perfect she didn't even say it close out you said it it was i i will admit that it, it did seem sometimes that sherlock had a, a crush on iris i don't know if they did that on purpose or if that was just tom cavanaugh but that was funny and then oh seeing hr i forgot that i liked him that shit was sad like i was like oh I wanted Nash to die, not all the Wells. Like, I'm, I hope this, like, I'm assuming this means that Tom Cavanaugh is sick of being Wells and sick of playing all these different characters. Maybe he just wants to be the reverse Flash because I know y'all ain't take him out of this show. Like, the audacity. Like, and, and I would bet money if he's not in the show, it was his decision. But I'm not ready for that because, like Barry said, how can there be a flash without a wells like even if it's reverse flash wells like my body won't be right if if tom cavanaugh if face doesn't pop up every now and then we already lost um cisco i'm sure he's not going to be in a lot of episodes and we have to look at uh danielle patabaga because her stupid maternity leave is off so she's going to be back in the show Ugh. Oh, speaking of her, I was dying when you were talking about <laughs> the acting and Batwoman being on par with her. Like, she would probably fit right in. I just can't see how people can watch a show that this this bad. And, and a better question, how do you, like, if this is who you hire, like, what, what kind of people audition? Like, the, did they audition? Because, like, the acting is really atrocious in that show. And I, there's so many times like when Danielle, I'll have a scene and it's comical how bad she is. It's like, is this scene supposed to be funny? Cause it's making me laugh. Huh. <sighs> I am not looking forward to seeing her face. Um, when, um, Chester and, uh, I think it was HR <laughs> when, <laughs> I don't know, Chester fanboying over the, 
the wizard Wells was hilarious. But when he <laughs> had HR drumming and then in the background, Chester was dancing. I was like, why is he like this? <laughs> he is cracking me up. I don't know. Barry being all the Wells was so funny. And I just like I'm looking at it and I was watching the scene and I was like, oh, my God, Grant, you really killed it. I feel like he asked them to put that in the script. <laughs> I feel like, like this is my headcanon, okay? I feel like Grant and uh, Tom would be, like, competing with each other about, like, you know, the acting chops because they're both really good actors. And I don't know what Tom Cavanaugh has been in before this, but, you know, he's an older gentleman and he's a good actor. So my assumption is he's been in a lot of things. Maybe he was on Broadway or something like that before that, but he's a really good actor. So I feel like they used to compete about, like, who could be the best you know Sherlock or who could be the best HR and Grant was like I can do it and then he would do his impression and then somebody was like oh shoot we should put that in the script bam I nailed that that's totally how it happened um but he was cracking me up he was so good like it was so immediate as soon as Barry like stood up and started speaking in that French accent I was like oh my god please don't tell me this fool is Sherlock and sure enough he was it was so that was good and I don't know if that's what people were talking about a clusterfuck but I thought it was hilarious and I thought it was funny and it was like lighthearted in a terrible situation um so I was really excited about that those scenes together and it's good to see um Chester you know interacting with Barry because you know we know they're gonna he's gonna be a regular so it's nice to see their dynamic I I don't quite understand why Barry was frozen like so you just stay on ice until Eva shows up like how long has that been going on that was curious to me um I think that's all I have to say about that like we we didn't care much about Nash so the fact that Nash is dead really don't mean anything I just I'm just sad that you know all the Wells are gone so we like we I would have been okay with Harry just coming back, like taking over Nash's body. But now we don't get any of them. Unless there's a plot twist, which I'm hoping. I'm not going to try and theorize because I'm too tired for that that kind of stuff. It's just going to come out crazy. Um, but I will say I I don't, I love the Iris in the mirror, like seeing herself like jitters Iris. Um talking about dissertations or iris you know with um when she when when we thought she was gonna die um from savitar um older you know hiding nora's powers iris um but i like what i loved about it was the fact that you know clearly eva was trying to why can't i remember if it's eva or ava it doesn't matter like was trying to like make her insane but you don't know my girl she's strong as hell you can't break her she saw right through you and then like for her to like be typing something on her computer it looked like she was typing in her office at the whatever the hell the name of their newspaper is so I'm thinking she figured out a way to get a message or something like that or maybe she and well email doesn't make sense but maybe she did something to that effect but this is the thing I understand like if you know it's a mirror world and you know Ava 
no i'm gonna go with eva i know you know she's been able to see people in a mirror like why don't you go to places where you know barry would be and see if you could see him through the mirror that's i i don't understand that like maybe she just can't travel yet and then like where did camila go <laughs> we lost her she just like i know she was looking for seeing and then she like i don't know blinked herself somewhere else but yeah so i guess that's still a mystery like where she had when and what happened um but um i think i think that candace did a really good job with these scenes like she like even her playing her like younger self or from another like i could instantly see like not just from the clothes but like she made her mannerisms like because grown iris and iris from season one are not the same and i it was impressive that she even like changed the way she walked to mimic the old iris i thought that was pretty dope um there was something else let me see okay so quick question so this artificial speed force i know it made barry fast but does it make everybody fast like is will wally get his speed back or is it just specifically for our flash barry allen um and remind me again because i swear i don't remember there's there's no more multiverse right they all merged so there's only the one earth i know supergirl and barry are on the same planet now or the same dimension right ain't that what happened when um crisis so there's only one earth no other universes yeah i i should have went back and watched like i had i could have i could have watched the last couple of episodes of the last season because it's on netflix but i just didn't have time um so i'm not remembering everything that happened like i said it was a, a over a year ago and i have a hard time remembering if there's like a two month gap in between shows so if there's been a year yeah i should have googled a summary or something um i think i'm gonna end it here because i've talked enough and my memory's fading i went through my nose i only had like four or five sentences so um can't wait to hear your thoughts hear what shy has to say finally we back baby i'm pretty excited that the flash is back and i hope they keep this momentum i hope that they do like charm did and just say let's screw this and figure out something else let's we gonna we gonna make this work but we just gonna we gonna dead this old storyline and change it up if they don't i'm okay with that too i have faith in eric and i know um I know it's gonna be good oh and side note grant gustin was looking good with a t like normally i'm not like i think he's cute he's a cute guy but he was looking pretty fine like i know he he was working out and put on some weight but it's working for him grant looking good iris always look good and um so is tom cavanaugh and i and i just like i said i love allegra and chester being in star lab so that's pretty awesome so anyway um until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was lamia's thoughts on this premiere episode 
and I will say I did not go on Twitter at all like with Charmed I have too many mutuals that are going to be talking about the episode so I have not seen any reviews other than seeing if Tom Cavanaugh was coming back uh I don't know anything about how people felt about this episode and quite frankly I don't I haven't fucked with the fandom in a long time (laughs) so I hate commercials too which is why I too have Hulu without the commercials and I buy the episode of The Flash so if you want something for free that's how this is how you know it's got to be Gen Z's making these type of complaints it's just like the people are like oh my god like on the Expanse podcast I can't believe you would drop episodes one at a time how dare you like no how dare you what what do you mean you entitled little shit sit down have some seats if you don't want to pay $1.99 to buy the episode to get it without commercials then guess what you fucking watching with commercials and they're always long always (laughs) that is why streaming is a thing and you can't do it because you still live in your mama's house so shut the fuck up i didn't think that he or it the episode resembled a clusterfuck at all so that's rather i mean i genuinely dislike many of the vocal west allen fandom we've said this offline i've said it offline uh they sound like they're mimicking teenagers with very little actual common sense so it's to expect them to recall things like production was shut down due to covid that things might be filmed differently because it's 2021 and we still have social distancing and that we're getting a season at all is pretty damn amazing considering uh so 20 people can't be in a room at the same time half of the very vocal fandom that i see are all psychologically unwell or unrealistically untitled and if they're actual adults then i have no words and i think that it's perfectly fine that ralph is i think they did exactly what i think i said way back when when the story dropped about ralph that they were not gonna like they made it clear they weren't gonna replace him and i even said they didn't get too far into his character and they gave the perfect out well they're just gone we don't need that storyline we didn't need it to begin with i was never invested neither was the fandom to be quite frank so don't even act like they were except a few people that may have been growing on the character of ralph yes you did call chester dexter and i don't know if i should let that go (laughs) but you're right they're definitely being very versatile with the casting victoria park the actress that plays camilla is only listed as american interesting while the actor who plays blood work is hindu i am going to be a hundred percent transparent with you yes mimi prepare yourself you about to be clown you say it's dragon i call it clowning but i'm about to clown and it's all shy's fault technically because she the one that started this shit offline and she was talking about how (laughs) she usually stays around 10 minutes and you always be jumping to 20 and i realized in this feedback like damn she do be jumping from 10 minutes to 20 so damn quick and not even about the episode she was talking about lois and clark making references to them cw conspiracies against flash fans what she ate for breakfast that morning (laughs) 
what's going on in our neighborhood. All the news we already in regurgitated about everything that's happened in the meantime of Flash. Hilarious. Uh, you're not a, I don't think you were a Eva fan. Is it Eva? Now you got me saying it. Why you do that to me? You know, I really fuck up. I barely get to honey, right? I believe it's Eva though. An Eva McCulloch fan. I think she's all right. She does what she, what she does. And then yes, Sherlock never corrected Iris on her pronunciation. They all loved Iris in their in their own way. HR definitely had a crush. Uh, Harry, he was more subtle with his crushing. Sherlock was not. He didn't even attempt, <laughs> like he was not trying to make her his side wife. We just didn't need the council, and I, I liked Harry. And I liked HR and I liked Sherlock. I just didn't need the continuation of it every single season. If they had made it in every other season or every three season thing, then it wouldn't have felt so exhausting. And because, as I stated earlier, Tom Cavanaugh is such a great actor, they wanted to give him a lot more to do, but not that. Just not that. So maybe we are getting the reverse Flash Wells. And then how you just gonna find a reason to trash DP and she ain't even in the episode? I'm not gonna acknowledge. That's my whole rule. I'm not acknowledging. I stated offline and I'll stay here. I don't feel I should or what's the word I'm thinking? Like I will no longer defend due to a lot of valid things that were kind of pointed out or realized for me about the problems with the care uh, with the actress off off screen uh i'm not knee deep into it uh i don't think i ever really will be there was another show that recently and i was learning some things and i it kind of like uh i honestly it's kind of pissing me off <laughs> that I'm that watching TV because this is my these are characters, right? Uh, I'm thinking about the expanse. So the characters suffer from the the actors or the actresses offline, and it's become more of a thing. But it's not to say it's not always happened, and everyone has to choose how their what their choices are, right? Um, so I, I don't want to defend. However, I am not going to acknowledge if that makes any sense. <laughs> like I'm not going, and that's what I mean. Like, I'm not going to speak to what you spoke about. That's what I mean. Carlos, I didn't think he was slated to leave. Do you know something? I don't know if you do tell me offline, but I thought production kept him from coming back season six. But it was more like he was going to be playing a, a downsized role in that season more so than he was gone from the flash. I think he's still a season regular if I'm not mistaken. But again, I am not like Sasha's the expert of all things. <laughs> so also if she wants to jump in, uh, let me know. And little correction, 
iris cannot look at a mirror and see what barry is doing she was able to do that last season when eva controlled the mirror and allowed iris to see it and i remember a few scenes where we actually saw her physically using her powers to do so so i don't think that she'll be able to reach out to barry just by being around a mirror Uh, And I'm wondering, though, if the Mare universe is targeting her in some way. Definitely feel as if they want to keep her in isolation. And maybe because the other two characters that are in the Mareverse we just don't care about because they don't have as much significance. But Iris West Allen does have a significance in the cosmic universe as it is. And maybe we'll start tapping into some of that this season. I don't know. But it feels as if she herself is targeted and if eva is not really who she is then what is her other than her own personal memory of carver and her mind snapping in that capacity what other what's guiding her actions what's the mirrorverse going to do or this other dupe like it's a lot of interesting questions here that i hope are answered in the next episode or two Uh, I did think that Iris did a great job acting in these scenes. My only pet peeve was the head grabbing. Maybe if she made it a little more uh, versatile by, you know, not using both hands each time. I mean, you can have some neural dissonance going on. You can sometimes just lean against the wall or grab your one side of your head. If she had switched it up so much and it wasn't about six to seven times of her grabbing her head, I would have not been taken out of her scenes a little bit. I love Candace Patton, but I'm just speaking from my uh, my critique of some of those scenes. I think and hope that the artificial speed force is a temporary fix. Wally who? <laughs> and that was the thing. All of them got their speed from Barry's connection to the speed force. He basically gave uh wally west and Cassavatar gave wally speed which is basically barry then we had jesse quick who got speed basically from barry so if barry is not tapped into the speed force i don't think that this device would necessarily tap them back into the speed force maybe will they give them temporary speed i'm not sure and that's why i think that they're going to find with this artificial speed force when Cisco comes back, most likely, because they've only been, you know, running at half capacity here, that it is a temporary fix and that he needs to connect with his lightning rod. Because this was, I will say, a little underwhelming on the idea of him getting the artificial speed force. I'm like, oh, that kind of felt easier than I thought or a little less anticlimactic. Granted, it was Nash dying. And if you weren't all the way there with Nash, it didn't impact you as much. Uh, And even if you were thinking all the other versions of Wells are going away by this point, like me and Shy and Mimi, we've all stated in the past, you're a little little exhausted and we've lost Wells before. We've had them die. (laughs) Um, So a little numb, even if tears did leak out. But I, I don't know. I hope that comes back into play because that to me is more comic speed force of what it's made of and it is Barry and I think Nash says that 
Like you are and always will be the Flash. I think that's important. And then in the show verse right now, they do not believe that the multiverse is no longer around. But I have a feeling that they're going to learn that that's not true. (laughs) I'm not sure when they're going to learn that. I have a feeling it's going to tie to Eobard Thawne. But there's going to be something about the multiverse we may not get as like last it's not going to be the same thing but you're correct in that all of our heroes from all of our cw shows are on the same earth and then we have you saying you don't remember and i put in my notes you have a hard time remembering Then she said, I'm going to wrap this up at one minute and 15 seconds still to go and continue to um, say goodbye and thirst over Grant Gustin. He was looking nice, though. Looking very nice. And I guess I'm a little confused on why you felt that the storyline needed to die out. I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. Like the storyline they were pursuing last season, I kind of feel like other than they subtracting what the Paul or Paul, what Ralph and Sue would have added to it. I don't know if they necessarily scrapped everything or even had any intention of scrapping anything other than just finding different ways to get where they were already because they were too close to the end of last season to not have at least an idea of what he was going into season eight to do and how they wanted to wrap up last season so i always thought it was just a little bit of course correcting to how we're going to get there maybe toss the things away that we're no longer going to utilize and find other ways but i don't I don't see them necessarily needing to scrap any type of storyline and I don't even think they need to bring up the character of Ralph or Sue anymore one line that's all you need Uh, I think anything further other than to say maybe in a few more episodes that Ralph's not coming back that's that's all you need to give to that but as always Mimi your thoughts 20 25 minutes they're always enjoyable (laughs) always make me laugh and shy really can't say too much because she went hella over to 17 and she was like i'm just gonna join the mimi club so let's hear what she has to say hey christina it's me shy guess what we are back baby the flash is back finally on our television screens it's been 10 long months of torture i tell you torture last time we saw the show iris was disappearing barry's barry was in his feelings that he still didn't have his wife and we still had to conclude this mirror storyline with them being apart so we had to spend the next 10 months with them being apart at least from the show perspective i mean from the real world perspective not from the show perspective so yes sad times COVID sucks and um it didn't allow us to see the conclusion of the mirror storyline 
So I was very, very excited to get the show back so we can finally see what happened. Like, how does how does Iris get out of the mirror? How does that happen? And so, and of course, you know, the Flash is is sentimental to me. It's like a first love. So no matter if they have crappy episodes or the season wasn't so great, I will still love this show no matter what. I'm here from the beginning to the end. Okay, I wasn't here from the beginning, but I I joined at some point. (laughs) I think, I don't remember, was the season? Yeah, a little... I think I enjoyed the season, not the fandom, but I started watching uh, middle of season one. Uh, I enjoyed the fandom till much later, and then I exited the fandom <laughs> sooner than later. <laughs> but and before I did that, I met some amazing Flash fans, some amazing people um, who I enjoy to this day talking to, well, sort of talking to via social media. That's you, Christina, Mimi, and Sasha. So I've met some amazing Flash fans. So I can't be too mad at, you know, joining the fandom. But I definitely cut them off. Because, yeah, I ain't got time for that. Um, The shenanigans and the drama and the melodramatics. Yeah, I'll leave that to... I'm going to just enjoy the show, warts and all. And, um, yeah, say whatever I didn't like and say whatever I like. But... Um, yeah, leave it at that. Leave it on the table. Leave it with our discussion. So, on that note, let's talk about this episode. Now, we all know this was supposed to have been the 20th episode of season 6. And they had to make it into a this premiere for season 7. So, this wasn't your typical premiere. So, I wasn't trying to stack it up with other premieres. At least, I'm I'm not going to because I understand this wasn't meant to be a true premiere and the fact that they filmed a lot of the episode already for season six and um and the episode was written um i know that the showrunner said that they had to rewrite some things and refigure some things because ralph was a part of the season and we know what happened to that actor that plays Ralph. So, with that being said, they had to uh, refilm things and it, rewrite some stuff uh, to write him out of the show. So, with that, with all that being said, I thought it was a strong premiere. I enjoyed it from start to finish. And surprisingly, an episode that featured Wells, because y'all know I do not like Nash Wells, and y'all know I did not like Sherlock Wells. Um, I didn't like a lot of these wells. I'm, I'm sick and tired of them. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of them bringing in a new one every season. Bring Harry back and let's call it a day. That's my that's my cry and that'll always be my cry because I'm done. I'm over it. Anyways, but with that in the council, all that stuff. But anyway, um, with that being said, they it worked for me in this episode. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how they did it. Um, it wasn't too much and of course I'll get to the Barry part of it and Grant Gustin's amazing performance um, in a minute but we start out the episode with um, Barry in the cryostasis Um, so he's in this little you know machine or to preserve his energy 
uh, preserve his speed, the little bit of speed that he has left and not um, use it up in any other fashion. And I get that. Uh, we all know that his speed is used up not only by running, by other things. And obviously with Iris being missing, um, that alone is utilizing his speed of him being his emotions. So by freezing, like basically just putting him in the that crinal sleep thing he doesn't have to think about that kind of stuff he's just out and which is why when Chester said you know he said that he was disoriented when they do wake him up because he he's everything is shut down so he doesn't have to think about the fact that his wife is missing while he's in that state and trust me I, I mean that makes perfect sense to to me for Barry to want to do that uh, for the dual purpose for uh, saving his speed and then not have to constantly be thinking about the fact that his wife is missing and just going through those emotions is just too much so um, having having a way to shut down his brain and not have to think about all that 24-7 was probably a relief for him um, and of course the fact that he definitely just like Iris when Barry was missing the speed force didn't want to sleep in their bed they sleep in their room um he probably doesn't want to go to that loft now that she's not there so again it serves that purpose as well he avoids all of that um until he can get her back and so yeah so we have that amazing opening sequence with him chasing um Eva and um him finally come I mean him confronting her and yeah I mean I'm like girl how are you gonna sit there and say I'm on your side but you keeping his wife hostage I'm like no <laughs> it don't don't work like that uh the man that's the love of his life the man ain't trying to work with you be on your side understand you like he said if you on my side give me back my wife like then we can talk until then we ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to say to you. You my enemy, and it's on. So, <laughs> so in that order, give me back my wife, give me back my wife, and give me back my wife. Okay, then let's talk. Um, then we can have a conversation. Because <laughs> Barry is—he wasn't talking. He was just like he just stood there. She's like, "Wait, wait why are you? Why are you tripping? Why?" He's like, "You know what? We, like I said." Give me back my wife in the story. So that was good. Love that. And so then we got, like I alluded to, the Wells um, stuff, um, which we find out Nash, you know, the part of the multiple particles that the Wells have that are in his body. If he combines that it, with, along with himself with this specter thing then use that as a fuel the energy fuel to fuel the artificial speed force and Barry could get his speed back of course that means Nash would have to die I don't know about you but I was okay with that <laughs> I was like yeah do that please uh but I will say I mean I was a little bit in my feels even though I don't like like I said I'm not, I don't like Nash or um Sherlock um, I was still, you know, sad because Barry was sad. I was more sad that Barry was sad because, again, you know, I may not like the characters, but, you know, obviously these characters, 
or supposedly light loving him and all that stuff uh, I don't know too much about Nash and Sherlock I don't know if Barry had that close of a relationship with them but he does carry the face of Harry and all that good stuff so uh, it was still emotional and the fact that as he said you know he's lost so much in his life and it doesn't matter how close he was losing someone is always going to be hard um, but before all that his sacrificing went on tell me why <laughs> when they were talking I, mean, I, I read that they were going to have a funny sequence in this show and I'm like what how are they going to have a funny sequence when Iris is missing I'm like I don't see how Barry could be smiling about anything could be laughing about anything to, you know how they can but and I do get that you know you need to break up the you know the dark or seriousness sometimes with a good laugh and so they really they did it in such a way that made sense for it to go down that road and I actually thought it was funny and Grant Gustin's acting was so good I mean he pulled off Tom Cavanaugh acting like these different Wellses so well I and the mannerisms that he used I enjoyed it I personally enjoyed it uh, my favorite one was him and I love the Sherlock one when they were because it was like so even I hate Sherlock and I hate I don't like Sherlock uh, but that that part of him trying to get them to say his name right was so funny and the uh, Wells the Gray yeah Wells the Gray that one was funny because of the Chester you know Chester was such a fanboy I love Chester I'm so glad he's a part of this show and they utilize him very well because he reminds me of the younger Cisco in the younger years the fanboying the just happy and excited to be a part of this it's so new and I think the show needs that needs fresh blood like fresh eyes on everything and not just you know the standard quo so I personally didn't miss Cisco definitely didn't miss Caitlin or Frost in this episode if they never came back I wouldn't have cried but I know they're coming back. So, I mean, Caitlin and Frost, that is, are coming back. So I was able to thoroughly enjoy um, this episode without having to fast forward anything. So, because, you know, her Daniel Panabaker scenes are just not good. So I, I, towards the end of season six, I just fast forward through a lot of her. So I don't even personally, I hear, I heard, I heard, I keep saying heard, I didn't hear anything. I mean, I, you know, I heard the, y'all talk about it but um i personally did not watch it so um yeah i fast i started fast forwarding through her scenes um so i would delay watch i would watch it live but delay if that makes sense like i would start watching it 10 minutes after and so i would you know fast forward if that makes sense i, I probably didn't make sense but anyway um yeah, cause I or walk out. I mean, I just wouldn't watch her, watch her scenes. I just don't like her. Um, so that's my solution to not even talk about her in the feedback. Uh, is to just not watch her scenes. I don't even know what the hell she did. Uh, <laughs> so um, Allegra wasn't bad either. You know, I was. You know, you know me. Like I said last season, I wasn't a fan of the Allegra Nash thing situation. So they did it. It was a nice balance of it. This this one so it wasn't too bad um but yes grant gustin's acting was hilarious candace Patton acting was amazing 
the three different versions of herself that she encountered because they were trying to break her um to make her snap um to go mad was amazing it brought back memories of the different seasons that we saw um what else yes her confrontation with eva uh at the end after she saw older iris that was great and i'm thinking they're hinting that um iris got powers which i'm okay with as a temporary thing because it makes sense for the story that she would get some effect because she's affected the most she's been there the longest so there's going to be some effects of her being in the mirror world um and i think that'll help her get out and i think it'll um there'll be some residual effects of it but i don't think she'll have powers or anything like that long term um and then maybe that'll be like part of her story um i'm already like talking about i guess theories for the future is her uh getting those powers going away like her the aftermath and what she has to deal with to you know when those powers go away because again you know while she was there she was dealing with all that neural dissonant stuff so there's got to be some effects when she goes back to the real world um from that um what else am i missing something i got cecile's story which was nice i'm glad they try to give her an explanation on why her powers go off and on off and on so there's some fear there for using her powers so she tries to which i mean again it's almost on the line of that metahuman cure where it's all of a sudden cisco wanted want to get rid of his powers when he was so happy after having them and of course in the beginning he wasn't but he started loving them and then like all of a sudden he didn't want them so in this case you know she was loving 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 her powers, but all of a sudden she there's this fear but i'm gonna go with it because it would help explain the wishy-washiness of her powers so <laughs> then we got the final twist of eva and the fact that she's actually dead and this is actually the mirror version of her <laughs> that the mirror version escaped and the real eva never went into the mirror world so i'm thinking when she hit the mirror her conscious went into the world into the mirror verse but her body stayed and so that's why she slammed against the mirror and died but her conscious her spirit or whatever how you want to say it went into the mirror world and created the mirror version which is why carver i mean who's still a douche i mean i don't it doesn't matter um if he knew that i mean obviously he knew that his actual wife died because he was we saw that and that he didn't this he already knew this version of his wife wasn't human was an aberration or whatever he wanted to call it he kept saying that um and so that's why he kept her in the mirror or, I mean, he was studying them i'm thinking he was studying the mirror to make sure she didn't escape because he already knew the wife his wife is dead and this thing that was the situation with the mirror verse was not happening he didn't want nothing to do with it so yeah so that should be interesting i'm already going way over oh my gosh you know i love this show so and it's the premiere so forgive me give me some some leeway here christina um i think that's it i mean the the, the sequence with flash getting his speed was amazing i love that i just love when he's running and all that stuff 
love slow-mo love 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 i love it all i love i just i just love it um i enjoyed the premiere um for what it was um and i i appreciate them trying to make it as you know as spectacular as they could seeing as how it wasn't meant to be a premiere so i didn't miss ralph i could care less about ralph i don't care about sue so i didn't care that she's not in this season or whatever she is but no in this show um we got way too many characters as it is um i think they should get rid of some people <coughs> caitlin um anyway on that note i know i haven't said everything but i've rattled on and on and on and um yes loving the flash being back so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy and that was her shyness with her thoughts on the episode she was definitely as tortured as she sounded (laughs) waiting for this season to come back uh and this is her number one ship see i have the kind of benefit I don't know, is it a benefit that Rashawn is my number one ship? So I'm still waiting for a movie and I have to contain that. So every if I could contain that, everything else doesn't feel like torture. I will say it is a little unfair to compare the premiere or, you know, the wrap up of the season in any capacity as a premiere. I think I stated that earlier. This is just when the story is concluding. I think all those benchmarks that we would normally have should simply be disregarded on any show that really had to adapt to the circumstances because we know what those circumstances are. And it's kind of a shame that both you and Mimi, not to you guys either, guys, that, you know, it should even have to be prefaced right you would think people would understand that and i think you're pointing it out because you're like guys this is really good job what they did with the material that was given to them but it's sad you should have to explain that to people i kind of really dislike when people are so stupid (laughs) and i thought the cryostasis too was a very smart idea i liked your explanation even more that he was able to shut down his mind and not have to even think about and how that was a relief to him you're probably absolutely right and comparing it to when iris when barry was missing she could not sleep in their home and he can't he can't either like she couldn't sleep in their bed he's like girl i can't sleep in the loft and i think that eva i know you were joking but eva and I, uh, Barry would always be enemies because <laughs> she kills. Like, there's no conversation. She be killing folks around here. She feels like she's doing him a favor because she's killing his enemies. And thus, you know, they keep escaping Iron Heights. I like this idea because it, it reminds me of another character that has the same idea. And his name is Godspeed that we haven't followed up from last year about. Now, that might be. Is that what you're talking about, Mimi? That Godspeed is the storyline that they were going to disregard? I forgot about that until this very moment. You were talking about how everything's connected. And I was thinking about 
Chester's statement earlier in the beginning of the episode, which kind of felt like a throwaway line, but if everything in the universe is connected, the speed force, knowing it was dying, could have cosmically sent the particles that happened to fuel the artificial speed force to the one wells who not only caused it, thus would survive it, but would die anyway, so that Barry can get his speed and just enough giving him enough time to get his lightning rod back so he could create the real speed force where all speedsters are connected once again i don't know but it sounded pretty canon when i said it she didn't like none of the sherlock or none of the wells except harry fair enough i will say missed opportunity though when they was all saying they bye goodbye sherlock could have been like okay so that tattoo it totally was a lightning rod. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped into my mind. And yep, another two minute trash of DP and she ain't even in the episode. And who you lying to, girl? Because I listened to all the feedback from last season. Even if you skipped over the scenes, you still always pointed out that you fast forwarded through her scenes and then you started talking about why. And then you went on the three minute rant that you just did. You and Mimi be both finding ways to resurrect the topic. It ain't even present. It's not there. (laughs) Um, But I guess it's kind of like the same thing. And I had to tell myself the same advice I told myself. And granted, also, I'm not the same person. You guys are have always been much more viscerally on the hate train than I've ever been. And I think that's because you've been in the topic trends or, or threads or know all the of the tea. That's fine. Uh, and I genuinely like the character of Frost. I've always liked the character of Frost. Um, so seeing her back is not going to disappoint me, Caitlin, not so much. But I've learned to deal with the non-acting and that issue. And yes, I do agree. I could trash an actress when the acting is not great even when i like the actress um so i'll call and critique and continue to do so and i encourage anyone else to continue to do so um however i guess where the part where i'm like i'm not longer going to make any commentary because as i was just telling myself and a lot of other people who like hate Candace Patt- Patton's acting or who hate one character in a whole series and they just they every week they go back to every thread and they're talking about them what's the first thing we say is if you can't deal with that then you gotta stop watching the show or you have to simply ignore it completely and by completely not resurrecting (laughs) other than a, a critique and a critique is hey there was something that went on in the show and there's a a b c d to it versus i don't like the actress i think her acting is horrible and she gets on my nerves these are facts we all know (laughs) but in regards to the storyline what did she dis what did you dislike about that storyline that i think is kind of where i want to focus on the show and not on the actress i think that makes more sense in my brain and trust this is not a critique it's just a way in which i personally want to move forward on the podcast 
because I know that this is still a very contentious subject and will continue to be and it's rightfully so due to the actress's own actions but clearly behind the scenes the staff of CW Eric Wallace himself don't find these infractions of any level that is going to be cause for termination she's going to have a character that is well liked um even if not well acted <laughs> uh and and that simply is how it how it is so it, it really isn't a critique just a kind of a setting the stage on moving forward on how even if you bring it up in your feedback and I'm not saying don't bring it up in your feedback <laughs> I hope I'm making myself clear y'all know me by now um I don't judge nobody I may fuck around and clown with you but you know I've even said it offline before this whole entire thing started that my I have to focus only on my, how I react to things and my reaction of defense was not appropriate and then how do you figure that iris got some powers what the, <laughs> where did you i felt it was eva sabotaging but maybe you know something i do not because i did not think she got powers whatsoever from being in the universe this long but we will definitely discuss and i will highlight uh in our tumblr chat to see if anyone wants to join some of these things here uh i'll get that going and then her reflection is the mayor versus the enemy of the show now oh yeah that's what i was thinking uh when you said her only her reflection went in the mirror and then shy said in her feedback don't drag my time christina don't drag my time too late it's too late to apologize. <laughs> Don't let them fool y'all either. They be getting, they be, they be tearing me the fuck up offline all the time. Talk about how I put much too much damn shit on my plate with the schedule. I never get shit on time. They get, they, they put holes in me as well. Don't let them. They don't let them fool you. I take my opportunities when they present them. <laughs> And then at the end, you was like, you kept throwing Caitlyn in. I was like, you had no restraint. <laughs> y'all need to go to that hate tag. That's where y'all need to, that's where you could should go. You should go get all those feelings out. I kid you not. When we had the West Allen fandom, there was a character named Jesse. And I know Mimi probably remembers this. And this is why I'm trying to get back to this type of way in which you handle dislike of a character, right? instead of it completely shriveling your soul finding real uh, therapeutic ways in which to express that dislike and they used to come up with the petty thread and then there was another thread that was the hate one so if you just really wanted to talk about how you hated the character go in that thread if you were someone who was like i really don't hate the character but I could say some things about them like I'm not deep down <laughs> just dragging everything for filth 
or you just wanted to point out the things like the petty thread was my favorite because it would just focus on the show (laughs) and just some silly things it would be made for comedy relief even though it was really jonesing on the character so i think that's what i think these are things that are very very beneficial to a fandom so that everyone is compared that's why i really love the walking dead fandom that website spoil the dead is that what it was calling called it was one of my favorite fandom websites and i don't think i could i've been in a fandom since then because it's not in this capacity and maybe someone should i don't have that that skill set make a flash based fan base where you give people room to breathe wherever they want to breathe versus everybody at the the different levels of temperature all up in the same tags that's the issue that's the problem and then they want to jump in everybody else like you had monitors the moderators that would control that type of shit and no one wants to put that much effort into (laughs) into it and i get it it's 2021 we got a whole lot of things that happened but man that was probably one of the best fandoms for me because i can go where my temperature was at and i didn't have to be exposed to anything that my temperature wasn't if i wanted to go to a love thread where i just talked about all the things i loved that's all that thread was about yeah it's um i think we've lost that that uh golden age of fandom and now it's turned into a cesspool and i can't even talk about reddit every time i go on a reddit i'm just like god damn it why is everyone in here a republican <laughs> like almost 98 percent of reddit users are republican because they hate black people <laughs> like every show you go into the first 15 comments is how much they hate uh the black character in the show whether it was in the episode or not or they just disregard them they don't you go in there to talk about something you're like this what y'all focused on this like there was 45 whole minutes of an episode and this is the one part that's why i hated the expanse reddit ones it was like 40,000 pages worth of amos and i'm like okay but he wasn't even in the episode it was just bitching because he wasn't in the episode i think that is all of the notes i have on your feedback Y'all know y'all can talk with me offline if uh, you want to have any further conversation. And we'll talk on in the flash tag. I think that's a good place. If you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black girl magic.